Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. This is the weekend edition. I'm your host, Victor Manash, and this is where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today is no exception. We have a notable person indeed. We have Billy Brown here in Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Victor, for having me. This is a rare and uh, honored guest to, to be on your show. Well, thanks very much. Billy, Give us a little bit of some of your backstory. Most people didn't enter into the world of real estate investing as a dream as a young child. How did you get into this? Well, back to my early days, I was actually planning on being a professional golfer. So I uh, geared my entire life towards that, played uh, golf at Oklahoma State, and uh, played some mini-tour golf before I ran out of money. Uh, much like here in Nashville, a lot of musicians, uh, you have to have sponsors and um, use other people's money to go do that. I tried to use my own money and didn't last very long. Therefore, I am now in the workforce. <laughs> right on, right on. And so you're you're syndicating deals. You're writing. You're raising a lot of capital for various projects. Tell us a little bit about how that all came together. Well, I'm in a unique position because we are a, uh, a lending group is my day job. I'm a VP of Business Development for Alternative Capital Solutions. And our background as a group is we're also investors who are also bankers. And because of that, we attract deals all the time. And now we're at the point where you know we'll, we can lend on them, we can raise capital for them, but also personally participate in them. So most people out there in the world are thinking, oh, man, where are we finding all these deals? Well, we're in a position where we have the debt partners want to lend on stuff all across the United States. We have the deal flow. One of the things that uh, I lack personally and is why I'm glad uh, I got to hear you is how to attract that capital to be able to invest in these deals. So everybody's got that missing piece, and that's my missing piece. Right on, right on. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that you know I discovered when I started out raising capital is that sometimes it was easy, sometimes it was really hard. And when I finally connected the dots and figured out what were the missing elements, then it was became much more predictable, much more routine. And if there was a gap, I knew exactly where the gap was and could it be fixed or not. And if it, if not, then you move on. You don't waste time. Yes, yes. And we're in a position where we see people like yourself that, that come in with deals of syndicated. We find the debt on it. And I'm in the early position of finding my my, uh, my own deals to go syndicate. And it's kind of fun to be able to, to learn in the, the footsteps of someone like yourself and other of our clients that, that have done it. And it's, uh, it's like you say, you want to use and leverage other people's knowledge and wisdom. And I feel like if I try to do this on my own, I never would have gone anywhere. Absolutely. It is, is definitely a team sport. There's no question. Uh, so maybe talk a little bit about the rest of your team. How did you put together the right team? How have you been able to get those complementary skills that, to make you successful? Well, I mean, the, the team building is always ongoing. Uh, for me, it was, you know, I think everyone in the United States has probably grown up with the, uh, you know, the Lone Ranger mentality. And you do that for so long and you fail and fail and fail and fail. And then you see these other people that you feel like are inferior in wisdom and experience that have succeeded. And you realize quickly the reason that they're succeeding is because they built a great team and they started asking questions and asking for help. And that's where we're at now as far as asking for help. And the, the first thing that I had to get involved with is be able to get that deal flow and get around that knowledge of how, how the system actually works and what is a deal. And then from there is what are, the, what are the skill sets that I have personally that I'm really good at and what are the things that I really suck at? And most people don't identify those. And, and the, the things that I suck at are taking it from a deal into the implementation stage. So for me, the, my next acquisition as far as uh, looking for somebody is that person may not be such a visionary like I am but can go, oh, I see your vision. Here's what you need to do to take it from you know B to Z and, and get it done. 
Right, right. So you're not the operations guy, uh, really more the front end guy. And you know what? There's a lot of places in the world where that's second nature. I mean, think about baseball. You've got starting pitchers and you've got relieving pitchers and nobody gets freaked out about that. You know, if you're a ninth inning reliever, that's your role in life. And that's great. Not everyone can be the quarterback. Maybe you're, maybe you're the safety, maybe you're the punter. Like, I mean, and, and I think that's our education system here and what we've been taught, not only in school, but also in business is you had to be the entire team, including the coach, especially if you're an entrepreneur, you're, you're trying to do it all. And, and the quicker you realize you don't, um, you don't have to be, it takes a load of pressure off and you're able to go find the people that, that are great in areas that, that uh, you suck at. And then you're probably going to be great in areas they suck at. And it's a happy marriage. That's right. And one of the things that I often see as well is when people are, especially when they're starting out and they're trying to put a team together, they say, well, I can't afford a team because my projects are too small. And so I'm going to grow organically from one to two to three to four. And what happens is you never, that never happens. You never get escape velocity. You never get enough scale. You don't amass enough of the skills to, to actually grow the business to the next level. And you can't generate out of those small projects, can't generate enough net income to afford those other skills. So it's actually easier, rather than starting on the ground floor, it's actually easier to start on the second or third floor, jump above your head, and you say, okay, I need to feed five families right away, and make sure that you're taking on projects that are big enough that you can actually do that right from the very beginning. And that's one of the things that that, uh, was told to me early on that I didn't believe. And, you know, even reading Robert Kiyosaki's books of, you know, the the mindset shift of going from buying a single family house to apartment buildings, for example, it's actually easier to go do that. And that belief system, like, oh, no, I can't be right. That's for them. And now that I'm in that world of lending on those apartment buildings and also have lent on the smaller deals, I can tell you that's 100% right. You know, we'd rather deal with a, a uh, you know, a, a five to ten million dollar uh, apartment complex than we would a, you know, hundred to two hundred thousand dollar house. Absolutely, it's easier to get money. Absolutely. So it's a, it's a big mindset shift, and and uh, thinking bigger it actually does make it easier. If you look forward, let's say the next couple of years, what what's on your horizon in the marketplace? Where are you focusing right now? You know, for us, we're, you know, Southeast is huge. The, the SEC-ACC corridor is, is fantastic because, you know, one, I know you're from Canada, we hate snow. We don't like snow. If anyone, like, thinks about snowing anywhere within 100 miles of here, everything shuts down, and that's, uh, that, that's us. And we want to invest in, in that area because the climate's nice. You don't have to worry about things breaking down or <clears throat> roofs caving in because of too much snow. Well, there's no question. There's a lot of migration from from colder climates to warmer climates, people don't necessarily want the heat and humidity of Florida. Uh, so they want a, maybe a little bit more temperate climate. Uh, so it doesn't have to be 70 degrees in January, but they don't want it to be 30 degrees either. So, you know, some of these middle states, as well as, you know, just being more attractive from, uh, from a growth perspective, from a lifestyle perspective, from a cost of living point of view, and doesn't hurt even a lower tax regime. So all of these things come together, and uh, we're seeing a lot of migration from classic Rust Belt to Sun Belt. And one of the benefits we have working you know, where I work is we're in contact with a lot of bankers who pay a lot of money to talk to these chief economists and and get all of the you know the smart people in rooms to figure out what things are doing and to to look in the crystal ball to, to predict the future, and they base lending policy off of that. Well, we know what they want to lend on. So much like what cities you know, tell you what they want to approve, if you go with what lenders want to uh, lend on and where they want to lend on it and what they have earmarked, um, you, it's a lot easier to get stuff done. So like I know we have many, many banks out there that have earmarked millions and millions of dollars for anything in Huntsville. 
Right. Yeah. I've heard that. And then you got places like where you want to stay away from. Because if you see something that that area, like, oh, yeah, that no one wants to lend there, like, gives you a pretty good idea of what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. If people want to get in touch with you, how would they, how best do they do that? Easiest way is just email me. It's uh, simple. It's my first name, Billy, B-I-L-L-Y, at billybrown.me. And then my website is billybrown.me.me. And uh, you can find my contact information there, find a, find a time for us to chat, and we'd be uh, happy to help help you out, not only in, you know, with your deal structure, but also if you need lending on a project. Awesome. Well, great to catch up with you in person. And uh, for the listeners, have a spectacular day. Go make some great things happen, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.